Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. How's it going? It's going just fine. How are you doing on this rainy day? What do you mean? It's raining and uh, I didn't know it was raining. It hasn't like ruined any of our plans or anything. <laughs> None of the plans at all. But we certainly got more into Christmas with more lights and decorations this weekend, right? Yep, absolutely. Are Tis you, the season. You feeling jolly? And Holly. <laughs> and Mary. Well, my, with Molly. And That's Bright. dog. Yes. Well, yes. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Well, I... You know, we've been talking about Disney a whole lot, and I thought what do you mean? today we, never talk about Disney. we would talk about Universal Studios. I mean, Orlando is, specifically. This podcast isn't called the Disney Hour Express, right? Uh, no, I mean, but it's not called the Universal uh, <laughs> Studios slash Islands of Adventures Express, is it? But you know what? I think that if you're going to Disney at some point, you're going to go to Universal. So it's good to know them both, right? And yeah. we love both. You want to contrare and contrare, contrare and contrast <laughs> the uh, different ways that they celebrate the uh, holidays, right? Absolutely. I think uh, I think it's good. And our travel specialist, Megs, has been down there this week taking a look at all of the fun things going on. I uh, got to see some wonderful pictures of her and her adorable little daughter down there um, yeah. visiting all the fun things to do. So we're going to share a little bit about that today. All right, let's get to Sharon. <laughs> Sharon and Karen. Let's go. So now Universal is a theme park in Orlando. Very good. Okay. Very good, babe. Yes. So Christmas began over there on November 17th, and it's going to continue until December 31st. And what I find interesting, this was just kind of my side note, and you've probably heard me say on the podcast before that I think it's so weird that Universal closes so early i understand that they have city walk and other things to do mm-hmm. in the evening hours but the theme park itself is traditionally closed around 7 p.m um that's universal studios florida and universal's islands of adventure yeah it's just crazy it's it's really crazy it's kind of I, yeah it, i don't really understand i mean it's like animal kingdom closing at 7 p.m i understand that all the animals have to get their sleep and stuff but we'd still like to see some of the rides over there maybe they know? have to put all the minions back inside before <laughs> before eight o'clock and can't that's so true so i mean if you were going on a week like this week they do close at 7 p.m um the weekends they are at least this coming saturday saturday the 9th they close push it back a little bit till 8 p.m. But that's kind of what you're going to see up until um, December 26th, actually. Um, December 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th, you're going to see the park stay open until 10 p.m. 
And then the 31st, they're going to have their first New Year's Eve bash over there until 1 a.m. So that's cool. Um, But it is interesting. I guess they know that they're going to have a flux of people come in and hang out. So they're keeping those parks open from um, 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. on that holiday week. So if you're still looking into a holiday plan, it's not such a bad choice. No, it's true. And whatever's happening for New Year's, right? And whatever's happening for New Year's. There's a lot of different things. So anyways, let's start out with some of the stuff that you can see over um, at Hollywood Studios during the Christmas time. We've got, of course, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And Hogsmeade is transformed into a shimmering wonderland. One of my favorite things to do is get the butterbeer, but it's usually traditionally chilled. And during these seasons, they have hot butter beer. And you can enjoy your hot butter beer with some live acapella performances from the Frog Choir. You can catch them anytime during the year. But at this time of the year, they're going to be singing some Christmas favorites like the Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. Oh, sorry. No, that's the projection show. But they're going to be singing some Christmas favorites throughout the parks. (laughs) I read that all kind of backwards. But in any case, Along with the choir over at Hogwarts Castle, they have a projection show called Crassel? The Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. Are you Is making fun Christmas of my Crassel? words? I think you just said Christmas Castle. Like Christmas Kringle. <laughs> I like it. And Jingle. Just combine them up. It's the Hogwarts Crassel. <laughs> the projection show is very holiday spirited. They have other projection shows throughout the year, but this projection show is eight minutes long um, and it plays intermittently. There's not like um, times in which you can see it. You're going to see it as you're passing by or just hanging out. And it's from dusk until park closes each night. Okay. Um, and this show is known to capture the true holiday spirit seen in the Harry Potter films. I know uh, I've said again uh, here before that Harry Potter always reminds me of Christmas time and snow. And I think that's because there's, you know, every school season they celebrate the holidays and it's usually a yeah. big part of the movies. And remember like Harry, like being left all alone. He's mm-hmm. in the castle by himself and always goes getting home into and- trouble. That's right. Yeah. And he gets a gift, you know, the invisible uh, cloak and all that. And yes, good and stuff. People is are happening. showing up in fires and fireplaces and all sorts of strange things. Mm-hmm. I love it. But outside of Harry Potter, what else is there to do? Well, you've got the Grinch mess happening over at Islands of Adventure. Seuss Landing is transformed into complete holiday fun. I've seen some of the pictures today and I've seen it before. It's it's so cute and so fun over there. They've got the big tree that has kind of like the hook tilt at the end, just like from the Grinch movies or, yeah. or the Dr. Seuss tales. So the Grinch makes an appearance and you can join the meet and greet line. Now, this is kind of like the downside. Sometimes the line is really, really, really long, like... Wow. So travel specialist Megs, as we mentioned, she is visiting and she was in that Grinch line. She told us that it, the wait time was down to 200 minutes, but originally it was at 300 minutes. That's crazy. Could you imagine? That's insane. That's so crazy. Bananas. They need to figure something out there because I know they have 
multiple Grinches, children, close your ears, <laughs> um, throughout the park because, what? you know, you're having your Grinch at breakfast, you're having your meet and greet with Grinch, you're having your Grinch probably walk around and do some other activities. We need to have different areas in which you can meet the Grinch or different areas that you can interact. Um, there are always, there's always a ton of Whoville citizens hanging about the area and they're like super fun and funny and they're willing to take pictures and interact with you. Um, and so there's, there's not a lack of Whoville residents, just of, of the Grinch. They have the holiday spectacular (laughs) and it's a musical retelling the classic Dr. Seuss story. It's approximately 30 minutes long. Um, And again, the Grinch and Friends character breakfast over at Confisco Grill, where the Grinch and his Whoville friends will visit your table. Reservations are required for that. Aside from all this Grinch stuff, the Seuss Landing is really beautiful. There's just like tons of garland all throughout. There's even garland when you're going on the trolley train to see everything. We love garland. We do love. We had a weekend full of garland, actually. So there's just we were looking at our light mm-hmm. situation indoors and we were like what does this need and like this needs more garland being we had no garland so we needed garland we didn't we didn't have any garland and wouldn't you know that on the first day we have all the garland our elf snowy got all caught up in that garland hmm. no, naughty elf rascally snowy <laughs> i saw something really funny a little article about how Children must be really confused because they invite this elf into the house and they're supposed to be good because the elf's reporting back to Santa. Yet the elf itself is actually pretty naughty and always getting into trouble. Always getting into mischief. So it's not really uh, teaching the children to be particularly good, or at least not in this house. Our golf, our our golf, our our elf um, always ends up being a little gassy. Yes, that's true. There's always some suspicious. It seems to go over the biggest with the kids. So. Toots and smells. Yeah. <laughs> so the Universal Holiday Parade is probably one of the more well-known parades that Universal does because they partner uh, with Macy's and feature Macy's throughout the parade. So it's incredibly colorful and fun. Every year they have a whole bunch of dancers and all these balloon floats. Um, The dancers are obviously, some were dressed up as elves this year in little red dresses and had little elf ears, which I thought was really cute. They've always, for all of their um, parades, got um, characters on stilts, which I think is really fun. And then they also, for this, have the... um, dancers mimicking the Rockettes or pretending they're Rockettes from Radio City Musical, yeah, which I really, really like. They're like ra- Rockettes. Uh, they're like budget Rockettes, I guess. Right? <laughs> they're, no, they're equally as talented dancers. You're doing great down there, girls. Absolutely. Ladies, Absolutely. women. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Um, if you were there this weekend, I hope you um, got to see music. the Music Plaza stage, the I don't know how to say this. Is it Mannheim Steamroller yeah. bringing festive sounds? Yeah. So that's over where like the Blues Brothers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, if you missed their performances this weekend, then you can see them on December 9th and 10th. This, um, uh, the Steamrollers are also known to be, have done the music for the musical who holiday spectacular too. Mm-hmm. So it's all yeah. kind of related. They're like, yeah, they're a very popular, um, 
they're most known for like their holiday. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. These big, you know, look them up. Like, Check them out on Spotify. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Well, speaking of Blues Brothers, you know, we've got the Blues Brothers that make an appearance singing holiday tunes too, such as Santa Claus is Coming to Town and Blue Christmas. Now, they always seem to be over in that area. There's like a pizza place, right? And then there's um, something that looks like a New York City structure, like if you were having your windows washed or something. So you can always see like some drummers and whatnot out there. Okay. They kind of co- congregate in that area mostly, maybe because it's a wide open area where people can crowd around. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, from what you've yes. experienced. Too? No, that's normally how it works. Yeah. So what was your first Universal trip like? I know that we've talked about your first Disney trip. When did you first go to Universal Studios? You know, I think I was in, it's probably in my teens, I think. Mm. The first time we went there, we went there with like my grandparents, mm-hmm. or maybe it was a preteen, preteen Rob, rocking like a ripped pair of Z Cavaricis. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. In fact, I remember. I've seen a video. I remember wearing a Bart Simpson. Uh, it was the Bartman T-shirt when I was down there. So go back to whenever Simpsons first came out. That was that was when I was at Universal. Hmm. I'm going down there, but then I definitely remember going later when, as a teen and all that. Uh, so never been there during the holidays though. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, what about? Uh, Holidays, you holidays. holidays. No, I guess I was always kind of visiting home during the holidays. Have I done? You know, when you were a pass holder, so I was. I mean, again, some pass holders, like I had a Florida pass holder, so yeah. you had like blackout dates and whatnot. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, um, but you know, I was there for all the other things. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last. Oh. I was going to say last year uh, with the Blues Bellas, last year they also had Marilyn and the Jingle Bellas. Usually Jingle Bellas. they're called Diamond Bells, but it's Marilyn Monroe, okay. uh, an appropriate version, although she is wearing the dress that, that you know. It still blows up when you yes. go over the grate. Exactly. So I think it's so funny. They're like, oh, it's the appropriate Marilyn. And I'm like, is it? No, is it? Uh, there's no blowing up of the dress, <laughs> but they sing fun songs like Santa Baby. And and it's they're not live uh, singing. It's a lip syncing dance kind of fun routine. Gotcha. But I, I haven't heard if they're back this year, but I would assume that they are. It sounds festive enough. They should bring them back. It's all good fun. Um, ho- they also have a little hunt what, are they, what do you call that? Yeah, like a scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt, but they call it the holiday tree hunt. Um, now, everywhere, they have so many trees about, and they're all sorts of different themed trees, which I think this is really unique because um, Disney does not have, the rides don't have their own themed trees. So, for example, if you were going over to the Velocicoaster, you would see a Christmas tree there, um, but it was going to be a dinosaur-themed tree. 
um, what did they call it this year when dinosaurs ruled the earth? And I think okay. that's really cool. They have a theme tree over at Men in Black. They probably have a Simpsons theme tree. It's throughout the whole park that you can see all sorts of different theme trees. So the holiday tree hunt brochure, mm-hmm. it's $13 to participate in the scavenger hunt to see the decorated trees. And you're going to um, kind of check off some boxes and find the hidden numbers that are within the tree and use the decoder to solve Earl's word puzzle to win a special prize. Now, no. Can I see a um, uh, E.T. theme tree? I wonder. Mm. That's a really good thing. Uh, really something we should Google because I would, I would dig an E.T. themed tree. Okay. Oh, well, okay. So as I was saying, Earl's, you're going to decode his secret special word phrase to get the prize. But who's Earl? Earl the Squirrel? Earl the Squirrel. That's right. Have you known who Earl the Squirrel is before today? He's um, from the Squirrel Show. Is he? The, the, I have no idea. I don't know. They say Earl the Squirrel is an unofficial holiday icon and an adorable cartoon squirrel. So he's taken over the parks. But that makes sense. I mean, for um, Halloween, they have the unofficial icon of the parks, right? It seems like Earl the Squirrel's always around, right? Right. He must have been in a movie of some sort. But I've definitely seen his face around. Is he the one from... uh... Ice Age? Is that what he's... I don't know. Is he Earl the Squirrel? Because this Earl the Squirrel is wearing like a plaid kind of jacket thing. Maybe. It's weird. When you look it up on Google, like it comes up, people also ask, is Earl of Squirrel legal? What is that? What? I don't know. I don't want to get into that. That's weird. I don't... Let's see. uh, Huh. Well, while you're looking up Earl the Squirrel and if he's legal or not (laughs) um i've always said that universal studios has better food don't hate me don't hate me than disney i think that they just somehow always hit the mark of my favorite foods so they have an entire eggnog bar which i think is so cool you can actually get iced eggnog with bourbon you can get fire nog with fireball cinnamon whiskey <laughs> and you can also get anything i mean this is outside of the eggnog bar which i think is pretty unique and cute you can get crisp cranberry kringle pilsner from the orange blossom brewing company so i like that they're keeping things local too that's very cool now oh. i have some news on Earl squirrel oh please do tell uh, there's he's based he's like there's an urban legend that surrounds <gasps> Earl. Ooh, I'm ready. Okay, so the official story from but Universal wait, Orlando. You know, you know, talking to the mic. Yes, please. Okay. The official story from Universal Orlando is that well, I think people are becoming accustomed to it's like a thing. Well, Rob, not talking to the mic now, so they're kind of used to hearing me do this, and then I do this. I know, yeah, I know. They're gonna have to get accustomed to you talking into your mic. Uh, if I go away. Okay, the official story from Universal Orlando is that the mischievous squirrel was found nestled in the branches of the park's main Christmas tree. According to the legend, this squirrel had an affinity for blue Christmas lights, often stealing strands and bringing them back to his nest. 
And that's where like the official story ends. But this is where the lore goes even deeper. The tale is that the squirrel nicknamed Earl by the company's entertainment team actually bit through a strand of, of lights causing them all to go out. And according to some accounts, when the team investigated, they found the squirrel lifeless by the severed light strand. Aww. Earl. That's, but that's where Earl was born. Okay. All right. One Earl's gone so, and the other Earl lives. Well, yeah, this is how they're commemorating the poor <laughs> squirrel. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. It's, it's not, not as cheery healing. But, okay. Yeah. Well. Right, there you go. He lives on in memory. <laughs> Speaking of squirrels. Oh. There's other yummy food in the parks, uh, oh, too. okay. I like it. <laughs> that are not strands of lights or squirrels. They also, during the season, have a really good turkey and brie cheese sandwich on cranberry mm. bread. That sounds really good to it me. That sounds really good. Um, and they have Holiday Logan vegan sweet potatoes. Thank you so much for um, acknowledging us, people that don't eat meat. I appreciate that. A ton of Grinch-themed treats in a vegan cookie butter snowflake. Interesting. I mean, these foods sound, they're like right up my alley. It's like a different food palette, I think, that they have, which is kind of more maybe... Maybe we're not looking at for as classy of foods, but just like well, regulars that we love. Right, but. Disney has like that whole because um, like everything's fresh and like they grow everything mm, right there. Okay. And whereas you know, there's no we're not taking a tour of the gardens of uh, Universal Studios. Uh, That's true. Seeing how they grow the stuff, so I think it's a little bit different in what they have to do, make mm. things more tastier. Well, one of the things well, now that I, I'm looking at it very differently because I love the idea of fresh and growing food. So. Yeah, I know. Hmm. It's just a little, hmm. it's a little bit different of a deal. Um, the people, uh, I was looking online and they were saying that there's actually, they seem that there's less holiday themed foods this year, Universal, than years past. Oh, really? So maybe they just found that it wasn't as big of a hit and that they didn't want to go as far as, uh, you know, taking time to to do all that so that's interesting mm. to me you know yeah. um megs is over there trying out all the macaroons oh. <laughs> and giving her detailed thoughts about them which i think is adorable you know i saw some macaroons mm-hmm. online what are your thoughts on macaroons what you know you? what i think i've had one in my life and yeah. that was enough for me i don't yeah. enjoy the taste yeah me neither and they're always like it's, it seems like every time I'm offered a macaroon, I kind of forget what it is. Mm-hmm. And then I like take a bite and I'm like, what is yeah, this? No, thank like, you. The name doesn't sound very appetizing already. So I'm like, right. is it macaroni? Is it some type <laughs> of a nut? You know, like, I don't know. And then like, you give it to me. I'm like, eh, okay. Right. I mean, they do do wonderful things with macaroons. They are beautiful. They look like they belong in a tea set. So they're, they're like dressing. They're... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got so it. I don't know. I not a fan of macarons, but I'm excited okay. to hear what um, everybody else thinks of them. Now, before we move on to the other uh, holiday offerings, I, the other thing that I've seen is that the holiday parade, right? It's, yeah, it's kind of like, and I mentioned this before, like people kind of say like it's this, it's pretty much the same every year. Like they don't really add a lot right. to it, mm-hmm. so it's pretty much just like you've seen it. 
like they, they need to like i i think they need to up it so that you want to come back every year and see something new and like different yeah. show different characters yeah, that's true different. so mm. i guess if you think about it let's compare here so the parade over at disney they only mm. had one edition from mm. what i'm remembering what was the one edition that I don't they had? Remember. I think that they eliminated to some toy soldier stuff. Oh. And but added um I'll have to think about that. So mm. I I mean, can't you say it's similar? But then they like, also have like it's the holiday parades in Disney or like especially ticketed event versus this just This is included, included in, in, your in your package, right? Package. So, you know, yeah, I guess. But their parades, I guess if we're comparing, they're about the same amount of time, 25, 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, over at Disney, they have the parade twice during the se- separately ticketed event where it's just once a day over at Universal. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. There's all sorts of things that we could say is different about both. If you are a person that's been to both, Disney, uh, Mm -hmm. very Merry Christmas, uh, and also going to Universal during this Mm -hmm. time, maybe it's Meg's. I don't know. Um, I don't know if she was making her way over to Disney, but... If you've done both, let us know. Yeah, let what us know. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I am super curious. Yeah, Megs was over at Animal Kingdom today, too. Oh, okay. So she might actually be going to the um, parade tonight, or uh, Disney's, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas show. I uh, totally lost my track of thought, <laughs> uh, my train of thought. So. Well, you know, let's just, that's a good case. Let's just move on. Let's, let's move let's on. Move on. Let's now, move now on. this is all mostly like, you know, Christmas, but there's other holiday stuff involved in. Of course. Universal. Yeah. So what I like is that they do recognize the Jewish faith as well. And they have men- menorah lighting ceremonies at all of the resorts every day throughout Hanukkah. Mm. So I, I'm thankful for that. I think that's wonderful. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, thinking about New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. all the hotels will host special New Year's Eve or New Year's Day meals, which is really, really nice. Um, Universal's Cabana Bay hosts a New Year's Eve spectacular that includes face painting, balloon artist, and a live DJ. But keep in mind, only Cabana Bay guests can attend this event or are invited to attend the event. So if you're just um, park hopping and resort yeah. hopping and you're not a Cabana Bay guest, this is this is not for you. Um, Portofino Bay has same kind of rules. They have a New Year's Eve party on the piazza and they have gourmet foods, desserts and beverages. This is more like a high end party that they have here. Um, Anytime you're in a piazza, it's high end. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think about the piazza I stayed in and it felt high end, even though we were totally not high end people. (laughs) It's something about you know doing outdoor things on cobblestone and fresh air it does make you feel quite fancy that's true um so 
also at the Hard Rock Hotel. They have Rock in 2024, and that also includes DJs, roaming magicians, balloon artists, and a countdown light from Times Square via satellite. So that's very cool. I like all those uh, unique offerings that they have at the resorts. I haven't really heard mm-hmm. that Disney does much of that. For New Year's. I feel like, though, over at Fort Wilderness, especially the campgrounds, they do all sorts of fun things we don't know about. I was just seeing at the campgrounds over there that campers Mm -hmm. kind of like during Halloween, they decorate and go all out. They also do that for Christmas. Somebody just like pretty much brought all of their blow up things from home and lights and like had them all lit up around their RV campgrounds. And I wonder if it's because they just plan on staying, you know, for quite a bit of time, maybe. Okay. That's Hmm. cool. Yeah. I like that. I like it. I like it too. Now it's saying that universal and they kind of like announced that universal Hollywood is going to be open. Mm-hmm. do like a new year celebration and they're going to be open like to like 2 a.m and they're saying that universal florida and universal orlando and islands of adventure are also going to be open through midnight on new year's eve yes their timing that it says on their calendar yeah. is till 1 a.m okay so, so i you know they're planning some really great things over there this year i think trying to keep with the joneses right yeah. trying to keep with um they're like, the look, demand, really. they're like, look, Disney, we go back and forth. Halloween, we kind of split it, right? You kind of keep the younger kids. We got the older people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have your Christmas where Universal's taking back New Year's. Well, yeah. And if you think about it now, there's like a lull after New Year's. There's a very yeah. huge lull. You can see it in ticket pricing. You mm-hmm. can see it in pricing for the parks and yeah. the resorts. Until February, January is just like a pretty dead zone kind of month until mm-hmm. February when Universal's um, Mardi Gras event starts or February when is it the Arts Festival that starts over yeah. uh, yes. in Epcot? It it's just kind of like lulzy lulzy for a month there. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. a good time to go because the crowds are really low. Mm-hmm. We like low crowds. Now they do have, um, do you know anything about the uh, special like VIP tours that they have during this holiday season? You know, I have seen a lot of VIP tours given and talked Mm. to a lot of VIP guests, but I can't tell you that I know anything special specific about holiday VIP tours. Well, they do have Universal has Mm -hmm. a Universal's holiday tour. So what does that include that makes it different than a regular VIP tour? So... I'm glad you asked because that includes you have an exclusive and this is they say it starts it's based on like how busy it is it's ninety nine dollars mm-hmm. and up for the tickets to this sure of course. isn't that bad you know mm-hmm. this is our, you get an exclusive and you get an exclusive meet and greet with mm-hmm. the Grinch and oh, okay. his faithful dog Max yes right? you get that so that might be good I mean Meg just said she was in line for, yeah, or, for it's like hours a, yeah three hours so you get uh, right there, you get reserved seating for the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular. Cool. You get uh, it says light light bites, desserts, and more. So I'm guessing oh, there's really? some sort of you get like some free stuff, you know, or it's included in the price of. You get a private meet and greet with Santa. You also get priority access to one pre-selected attraction. 
Oh, that's a weird difference because if you're taking a regular VIP tour, then you're going to get on, in front everything. of the ride for all of them. Yeah. Oh. You get one. I don't know if I like that. Because you're like, you're getting all these other holiday things. But I think the regular VIP tours are more, or like, usually more expensive. Okay. This okay. is like for nine for a hundred bucks. It's kind of like eh. yeah, okay. And then, but then you also get, and I think this is kind of cool. And I want to find out more exactly what it is. You get an after hours showing of the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. Oh, so like the projection show, it, you get to you get see like it after, after hours. hours. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if that's good or bad because you're like not with the crowd. I guess. Or less of a crowd or... Sure. That's so interesting. I guess maybe it's just prime seating and... Yeah. Oh. Something weird. They also offer a uh, Grinch and Friends character breakfast. Right. Okay. With that package. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. So, yeah, you can go and... Yeah, you can go and get that. It's starting at like $58.99 for that meet and greet Grinch breakfast. That is very interesting. Isn't it? It is interesting. I like it. All right. So, well, what, what else we got? I mean, you know, everybody wants to know what to get a Universal or Disney lover, right? Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to say that Universal does have annual passes, just in case you were thinking about getting... Something for us? Something for your universal loving friend. They have all different kinds of annual passes. Um, They've got your regular seasonal pass, which would run you about $425. But it does come out with a lot of blackout dates. Um, But you'll still get your park-to-park admission, which is always important. And um, a couple other things like early theme parked admission some discounts on merchandise um oh and at one oh nope that doesn't come with it sorry um and a couple other things roller coaster (laughs) what what a roller coaster this is oh sorry oh it came with it now it's yeah no it doesn't but i'll tell you which one it does so 425 is not so bad really Mm -hmm. when it comes to i mean just as long as you're keeping an eye on those blackout dates i really don't think it's a terrible price for 475 they have the power pass um and the when you start going up in price on these they start to offer something called flex pay options where you could um, pay per month. So if you were to get a 475 power pass, you would pay, you could start paying $23 per month instead of um, just paying it all together. But again, there's blackout dates that apply. Um, okay. Yep. And there's, you know, they have 50% off of regular daytime self parking for that one. And you know, Universal Orlando hotel room discounts along with discounts on theme park items. Um, another one you can get, now this is getting up into the preferred pass and it's kind of more, more of a pass that I think would be helpful. Um, it's for $630. And if you were going to pay monthly, it's $31 per month. This again gives you, it doesn't have blackout dates and it's park to park admission to both parks. And you would be able to have free self parking, which is nice. Okay. 
Um, the early park admission has some blackout dates on it, but you'd get discounts on food, merch, rooms, um, admission to select events and concerts like Mardi Gras, which is nice. And then, um, other select event discounts. Now the highest kind of pass that you could get would be the premier pass. That's $905. You're looking at about $44 per month. It has all the things that I mentioned before um, with no blackout dates and a one night um, Halloween Horror Nights ticket guaranteed, which is really cool. And that's the one where I was like, ooh, I thought that the other ticket got it, but it does not. This one gets it. Um, and that's a big deal. So yeah. they have all different kinds. Now, if that's too pricey for the person you're purchasing for, Universal does have um gift cards just like disney does right and Mm -hmm. you can get them right on their website and send them on over so i i heard with that top tier package um you also get burned by the um you have the possibility of getting burned by the uh dragon and uh hogwarts well yes because they let you Diagon Alley. Pretty much yeah, do whatever you, you want. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. Doesn't that drive you crazy? Like how you can actually feel the heat? Like, mm-hmm. do you believe the heat is from that, or, or are they letting heaters off somewhere else? To like just it's just make from you the think. Florida sun. It's just <laughs> from the people drinking the hot butter beer mm, in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> heat waves. So, thank you for all that information. The rundown of the Universal um, holiday. You know, we appreciate that. You're welcome. Now, we normally do, uh, we look at queue times around Disney World, but because Mm -hmm. we're talking about Universal, I said, let's look at the queue times and Universal and Islands of Adventure. Let's do it. Now, one thing that you do notice when you go to the Universal app, Mm -hmm. Universal Orlando app versus the My Disney Experience app, it's kind of like the lesser, it's not laid out. It's not as user friendly in my mind. Some would say Disney, the My Disney Experience app isn't user friendly, but the, the Universal app is also like you got to like really kind of search for things mm-hmm. and how to filter it and so on and so forth. So I feel you. If you have any questions, reach out to your travel specialist. That's Abby, right. myself, we got a plethora of them. And I do have to tell you, I love that we have a team here and some of us are really good at some things and some are not so good at the other things. Mm -hmm. So when I have a client that has some really specific tough questions about the app or about, let's say, Genie Plus, I mean, I'm well versed in it, but I always say, hey, why don't you get on the phone with Rob? He can also answer those questions too, because I want our clients to have the best trip ever. So we reach out to each other constantly to make sure we've all got the correct information. And I get on the phone and I say, I don't know what you're talking about. I am That's not helpful. That's not true. I am at not helpful. All. So, what was, what in all of Universal Orlando slash Islands Adventure, what's the longest ride the currently? Longest the longest ride. Queue, yeah, queue. The, what ride is the longest queue time? Is it Velocicoaster? It is. You are correct. I know my stuff. Now, now you know what's funny Woo-hoo. is though, when I just pulled this app i pulled the app up like you know while we were doing the rundown and it wasn't the velocicoaster it was actually both of the hogwarts expresses yeah yeah at the time it was was 75 minutes what for the train yeah for the train right now it's it's 50 minutes that's just going to king's cross station like that one is 50 minutes okay 
Um, it coming in number three, Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which is a great ride. Okay. Right? It isn't? You don't like no, it? No, no. It's a very good ride. Okay. Um, then odd one, we got uh, coming in 40 minutes, Flight of the Hippogriff. Uh, it's like there's other okay. rides people like you know and well, that, that, it is a sunday there's probably a lot a of kids it's right? tough that ride is hot the queue is hot we were yeah. in that ride mm-hmm. waiting for that line and like the kids like kind of wanted to go on it and it was uh, it was a hot one uh so 40 minutes is tough uh, revenge of the mummy 35 minutes pterodon flyers 35 minutes um escape from gringotts 35 et 35 Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man was delayed. Now it's back up and running at 20 minutes. These are better times. You know, 20 minutes, that's yeah. pretty good. Even the new VillainCon Mission Blast. All right. Uh, that's a new ride. 20 minutes. Go check Yay. that out. Minion Mayhem, Simpson Ride, all like Incredible Hulk, 15-minute wait. Come on. Go on. That's Skull, surprising. Skull Island, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, Forbidden Journey, 15. What I wanted to see, and I'd point out, uh, Jurassic Park River Adventure. It's like one of your favorite. Yes. 10 minute wait. Okay. We would go on that a few times. <laughs> now, here's a tough one. What's, and there are, there's five of them. What's one of the lowest wait time rides in all of Universal Orlando slash Island of Adventure? Okay. So I, I'm going to say... It's not, is it one fish, two fish? That is one of them, yes. Oh, you are correct. Okay, look See, at me. You did it. You know, I am amazing. You know your stuff. There was a ransom note passed under our door by one of our kids again. Okay. It's been a tough 45 minutes for him to be without their mom. <laughs> I love my child because she's just like me. So she goes, can I have Cheerios? Yes or no? Give the pencil back, please. <laughs> well we tell, say just wait oh. we'll be done shortly Ugh, these children okay what were the other ones that had the low wait yeah so then we have a uh, fast and furious supercharge dr doom's fearful in the caro susel well, that surprises me because of all the Christmas stuff that's yeah, happening over apparently. there that the Carousel School um, is is a low wait time. And, oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. it's, it's an odd one. But also that's why the one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, right? It's all well, because I would think that's very slaving. similar to Dumbo and, and Aladdin. It's, right. a, it's a quick see kind of You could ride. also, if you like uh, not keeping your lunch down, you could go on the Stormforce Accelotron. Hmm. Yes, yes. We don't need to see your lunch today. So that was the Universal slash Islands of Adventure Q Times. Very nice. Very nice. So we are preparing to look into February's Mardi Gras time. And if you're thinking about going, now's the time to book, especially if you're thinking about wanting to ride on one of the floats. You've got to make those reservations ahead of time. So start thinking now. Maybe put that gift under the Christmas tree. Very, very cool. And if you're into the arts festival over at Epcot, now's the time to to book that. They've got some amazing discounts happening um, at Disney. I mean, you're talking about 25% off of rooms, more. Um, I know that they're going to put out a Disney Plus discount in January here. So we're waiting on that one. Um, And they've got... 
the I think it was 50% off for kids. Was that what's going on? They still have a couple of dining promo offers happening. So there's a lot to go for this year. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. What are you looking up over there? Oh, just checking out these uh, hot cocoa Mickey beignets over at uh, mm-hmm. Port Orleans French Quarters. You know, I was thinking I wanted to make up some beignets. Well, but these look amazing. I will, Tell not, me about I will them. not stop you. I mean, there's not really too much to look into. But what makes them hot cocoa? What? Uh, well, it's a, you actually like inject. It's like like hot cocoa milk chocolate, like into the into it into the beignet. Yeah, you get like I forget what it was called. The pipet, mm-hmm. pipet, pipet. Okay, pipet. That's not, I'm not talking about the jaw. I'm not talking about the dog in Jaws, right? Uh-huh, was no. Also named Pippet and never came back. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it looks it, that part looked a little. Hmm, I, I want things like previ- you're injecting. I want your things donut. previously injected. I don't want to know about the injection. What's happened on? I don't know what's happening with that dog. Um, one of the other things I wanted to point out, and that is, it's this is December third, like. These this today obviously you're not listening to it because this episode comes out at ten. But then tomorrow, I think it's the last day for Epcot Forever, right? The new oh. December fifth is supposed to be the uh, new Luminous. It's supposed to be it's supposed to debut over at Epcot. Okay, it's a lot to think about, right? That is a lot to think about. How right? interesting. Yeah. So that was just something I wanted to point out. If you happen to be in Disney. And you're listening to this on a Monday, December 4th. It's like your last time to see Epcot forever. Not forever. <laughs> I think this, uh, the Illuminations is going to be very magical. I'm looking yes. forward to seeing that. Luminous. I like it. Um, and that's really all I had. There's some stuff out. There's some cool like Christmas Kringle, Krampus and Kris Kringle cookies over at the Gideon's and uh, Disney Springs. Mm. they look delicious but uh, lots of treats going on all over in disney you know they're parading there yeah there's always yeah seriously good treats i'm loving the um christmas themes like you know the apples like candied apples and then they kind of like make a mini or mickey and like put like a holiday hat on them (laughs) things like that i just think it's really cute how they change it up through the through the seasons i like it too Yep, but that's it. I mean, we're really diving into the holidays. We're diving into the next couple of months here um, when a, a lot more traveling is going to happen, right? We're going to start thinking about we need to get away, um, spring travel, and the end of winter travel. So we're here for you when you're ready to go.